camera. Just. So just a little, I always forget to do an intro, um, just a little introduction. <laughs> um, t- this is episode 25 of The Most Vulnerable Player. Nice. And uh, we're sitting down with Logan Maxwell. Hey guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so how, um, you you lived in El Paso your whole life? Yes. Yeah. And you uh, you went to Montwood? I did. Yeah. And um, you have, so, like, how many siblings do you have? I have three siblings, two sisters, and a brother. Mm-hmm. And you guys are pretty close. All of us are super close. Yes. Yeah. You like hang out like pretty often. Well, they're kind of a lot of them are out of town, right? Right. My um, sister Morgan lives here. Um, she moved out though, so she's not in the house. And then my brother Chance, he lives here right now, but he's gone for a while. He's mm-hmm. living somewhere else. And Chance has a, the clothing brand. Right, Cash Everett. Yeah. Uh, Cash Everett. Yeah. And then I run the girls' account, which is mm-hmm. Cash Ken's. And mm-hmm. stay tuned for that because yeah. there's a lot of drops coming this year. And then my sister Jordan, she lives in Dallas. So she's getting her um, master's degree. Mm-hmm. Right does, she, she, does she play basketball? Yeah, yeah. she played basketball. Yeah. She doesn't play no more, yeah. but she played basketball all her life. Were you an athlete? I was. I yeah. did volleyball and I ran track. Yeah. Um, short distance. Short, just short distance. Not yeah. long distance. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking actually about like long distance running, and yeah, I don't think you're you're. A I'm fan, not built right? for that. No. <laughs> Two hundred meters yet. only. Four by one. Four by two. You won't catch me doing no. no Eight hundred meter. What is it? No more than two miles. No more than two miles. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Mm, as the year goes on, maybe I'll start picking up yeah. on it. But could, a little five k wouldn't wouldn't hurt. Uh, doing too much. <laughs> doing too much. Um, no, yeah. So did you? You said like you you actually had some offers like to play volleyball. Yes, I did, and I did not take them. No, but it's okay. I feel like everything in life happens for a reason i chose not to go play and i just think about the stuff that i have going on for myself right now and i'm grateful for it Mm -hmm. i i can't complain you can't live life with any regrets i sometimes think about it but um like we were talking about the other day i just feel like you're destined for something greater and maybe at that time i wasn't meant to go play volleyball just because i had something better for myself Mm -hmm. and better in mind and i did and my brother is one of the ones that helped me learn what that good was and it was pushing social media and starting a clothing brand Mm -hmm. so So, when you were like in senior year you're about to graduate or you're graduating mm -hmm. um is that what you had in mind like you just wanted to kind of grow your own brand and yeah it is i i think seeing my brother and how he was with his brand and my brother actually graduated from the Art Institute of San Francisco um, with a cinematography degree. So I would constantly see him like film videos Mm -hmm. and just like constantly working, constantly putting an effort, um, tuning out out the outside world and tuning into his own like imagination, creativity. His work is like, he's very creative. Yes. And um, it just motivated me like down like, I look up to my brother a lot and I feel like everything he's tried to shape me to become, I'm slowly seeing my per- myself become that person. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful sight to see because I just, I I have n- nothing in me that can give thanks to him because he deserves it all. You know, mm-hmm. like he, he has helped me with so much. I've learned so much out of him and he actually went to school for this type of stuff. So it's like, 
if I would have gone to school for it, I'm learning the knowledge right there yeah, for free, exactly. you know? Yeah, I think it's like, because I, I mean, I, I ended up graduating from college, but at the time, like, well, first of all, I switched like my major like three times. Three times. I really didn't even know what exactly I wanted to. I, gra- I graduated with psychology, but honestly, at that point, I, I had already picked up like videography and like, right. and like cinematography and stuff. So a lot of it was just kind of wanting to get done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more I look back at it, I'm kind of thankful just like the experiences like it provided me with like the people I met. But with that, it's like, especially nowadays, you can just learn from so many different like just areas and platforms and people more than anything. I think I think that's something people like really need to understand is like you're like I think they say your network is your net worth. And that really like hit me this year. Yeah, because it's like there's so many people that you can just like learn from that are probably in your in your if you're not immediate circle someone that you can like get in contact with you know yeah for sure. um but a lot of it is just kind of like um be having an open mind about it because some people they don't even though that they they may not know so much about like that one thing some of us like to feel like we do right and a lot of us can't take like um just criticism or just like yeah exactly and right it's just more about having an open mind and letting yourself be taught really be free to knowledge yeah exactly yeah and that's what i think i'm grateful for too is just my whole family in general i feel like my dad i mean he went to school for 12 years he's Mm -hmm. a doctor so he has a lot of knowledge in the business um side of everything my mom she owned her own businesses my mom was a real estate agent so she just knows a lot with numbers, accounting, things like that. So my sister, she's on like the creativity side as well. She used to have her clothing store here, Maxwell Style. My sister Jordan, um, she's good with analytics. She's good with all that stuff. Um, making websites. Yeah. She made my brother's website. So like we just all have different type of knowledge in our family to where we could just all come to one and grow something. Grow an empire, you know, grow yeah. something really exciting and you know that we have like an an army we have an Y'all army got a behind. starting five yeah no literally, <laughs> literally literally and that's our brand yeah five exactly <laughs> our logo that's crazy they got a starting five you might have even like some some bench players and then just like yeah you just got the, the whole yeah some six men <laughs> um but that's hey, that's so dope yeah like just i think it's like yeah so dope that especially you guys are so close and you guys all bring something to the table. Right. Um, yeah, that's fire. That's dope. Um, so what people see now is like, um, the look, like look at you and your brand and like you're pretty successful in what you do as far as like just social media, mm-hmm. um, the clothing brand. And now like I see more, a lot more gym content, right. which I think is like really good as well. Um, but how did that, how did you get started in that path for someone who kind of wants to kind of get started what is social media yeah just like when when you first like started growing your following on social media what is something that you um yeah that you did and like how did you kind of get the ball rolling in that so i i started tiktok um during covid and during covid there was really nothing to do and i feel like that's when tiktok started getting a lot of attention and one day i just decided like you know what i'm gonna post didn't think anything of it and my first video that I had posted I had got like 900,000 views and I was like oh shit. what was it it was just a me in the mirror lip singing <laughs> like 
I, I did not expect that to blow up at all. And this was during COVID? Yes. Yeah. So that was like my very first video. And um, once I posted that, I was like, oh, damn, like this shit must be easy, you know? Yeah. Like, but it's not easy. I would kind of read a lot of the comments, a few of the comments. And there was some, it was mainly like positive comments like, oh, you're so pretty, blah, blah, blah. But then there were some comments that I knew like, Ugh, like this is what comes with social media yeah. you know like just just a lot of bots mm -hmm. people that are behind fake accounts and things like that i ignored it whatever and then i started seeing what people were doing on tiktok and their trends and transition videos things like that so i started just doing following along like mm -hmm. the trends that were popping were dances so i started doing dances mm -hmm. with my sister jordan just for fun though it was nothing like oh like a schedule you know we're mm. gonna do transition video today dance tomorrow nothing we we're just yeah. free-spirited with it and we started posting doing dance trends i did one with my cousin that one blew up that was my next video and it got like 1.1 million Damn. and i was like oh okay like i know what people are like like to see you know mm. so i just consistently kept posting with that and then i was like you know what i'm gonna go live I'm, i want to get to know my people, I want to get to know the people that are commenting. So I was like, I'm going to do a get ready with me on live. So I went live one day and I was like, oh my God, like this is crazy. And I had like 2,000 views and then it would go up like when 2,000 views, like when I was doing my makeup. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, like this is dope. Like I'm talking to people, people are asking me like, well, makeup products I'm using. 2,000 in just in the live. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so there was like 2,000 people. Yeah. I know that's how I was. I was like, like that's, that's crazy to think about. Though, yeah. yeah. So it was like 2,000 people watching me. And I was like, I kind of started getting like, oh, shoot. Like, because then people were like, oh, my God, you skipped my question. Like, oh, my mm -hmm. God, you're not answering me. But that was like my first time going live. So I was like, just be patient with me, you know. And then I started going live every day and every day and every day and my views started going up 5,000 6,000 um the most I've had in a live is like 14k and that was like a crazy live because it's just like there's so many people from different places Canada India like that's TikTok. a small arena that's crazy literally and yeah. I I never thought of it that way but yes like it would always be when I was doing my outfit mm. like when I would do my makeup it would be like 2,000 3,000 people and right when I started asking people help with options for like um what I should wear for the day it was like boom like mm -hmm. my views just went up like crazy so I started seeing what people liked and things like that but um it was a process it was it was a lot to deal with I guess in the sense of like there is a lot of negative things that come with social media but there's so much positive people and so much people that you are impacting and so much people that do like you and so many people that wanna that look forward to your videos that look forward to you going live like you're little did I know I was people's comfort person you know like when I would go live people would be like dm me afterwards and they'd be like i just want you to know like i'm a silent watcher but like everything you were giving advice to other people like thank you like mm -hmm. i needed to hear that you know and i think that's what keeps me going and keeps me like on my toes is like the fact that i know not everyone is going to be a fan mm -hmm. and not everyone is going to be um supportive but there is people out there that do need an extra like piece of advice that i gave them or that 
that they need an extra boost of confidence you know like go buy this makeup product like get up get ready like feel good about yourself you know i was just mainly like just motivating the girls because a lot of my um following was girls so i just felt like i should just make it a safe place and i made it a safe place and and then i kind of stopped doing social media just because i felt like um it gets overwhelming it it does get overwhelming i stopped doing social media for a little bit and then I tried get ba- getting back on like two months later. And then that, that that's when I started not liking TikTok because it was like your shadow band, mm-hmm. your this, your that, like your views go down, things like that. And I kind of drifted towards Instagram and I was like, honestly, like I'm going to start doing Instagram. I'm going to start um, trying to grow my following on there. And I started getting good brand deals. Like I was working with Bloom. I have Fashion Nova now. I had Opali. And they're like brands that I've always wanted to work with, you know, mm-hmm. like. Um, Did you reach out or they reached out? They reached out to yeah. me, yeah. But I feel like TikTok is the platform that allows those brands to look at you. Oh, okay. You know, and then they'll go to your Instagram from there. But mm-hmm. I wanted my Instagram to kind of like be dope pictures, like yeah. cool vibes, like just where people can just. It's a dope personality and cool. Like, I'll follow her, you know? And I liked putting on fits. My brother, like, he had a clothing brand. So I was like, bet, like, I'll wear all the clothes, like, you guys that you make and things like that. And we could just push my social media and then it'll grow your brand and it'll just be good. And it has been good. It has been good. Um, Advice I would give to people trying to start social media would be to do it regardless of what another individual has to say. Um, Whether you're doing something good... (laughs) Sorry. Whether you're doing something good or bad, people are going to talk about you. Yeah. And um, I don't think any girl should have the fear of posting a video and having the worry of another individual talking about them. I feel like... If you're, you're, if you're true to yourself, you're true to yourself. And if you're confident with yourself, express that. Own up to it, you know? I don't, I don't think that the social media aspect should change. How do I say it? Like, what we see online is fake. Like, what we see online is fake. And I will be one to say that is there's so many times where I will try to look happy and like and it's all an act so i don't want anyone having to like it's hard to explain do you feel obligated to like always have to look like 100 percent on your in your videos and your no your photos no, absolutely not do you feel like a lot of people feel like they have to no yeah no, yeah i i do feel like that but i feel like i get ready oops i feel like i get ready almost every day just because when you look good you feel good yeah. you know and i feel like it's something that is like okay if I wake up, I'm I shower, get ready, do my hair, put on a cute outfit. I know I'm gonna have a good day. Mm-hmm. Versus if I just shower and just like, whatever, rush, do my hair like, and then walk out. It's like, damn, like oh, I'm not put together, mm-hmm. you know. So, but I do go out like that too, you yeah. know, where there's times where I won't put on makeup or I won't do anything, but I'll still record myself like at the gym, like I'll yeah. still post it i don't feel the need to always be dolled up 24 7 and i feel like a lot of girls do which is perfectly fine like feel look good all the time 24 7 like rock that shit but 
um, a lot of younger girls feel the need that they have to do that mm -hmm. to to feel better about themselves, yeah. you know, in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. They feel like they need to fit those beauty standards. Yeah. In my opinion, I feel like, um, I mean, it's hard because I'm not obviously not a woman, but right. I, you would think like if, if you if people see that other side of you where you're like, you're not always going, you make it a point to like show that you're not always like 100%. I feel like people really like fuck with that or like when you're not, you may not even be feeling that well because I, I have at times I used to vlog a lot and like there's days where I know I needed to vlog, but I was like, damn, bro, I, I really do not have the energy, the yeah. mental capacity to just like <laughs> talk to the camera right now. But like it's it's definitely like I'm sure do you experience that sometimes? No, yeah, for sure. I that that goes back to like when I would do TikTok lives, I felt like since I was going live every day at like three o'clock. Mm -hmm people were looking forward to it but i wasn't this is when i was going out a lot too mm -hmm. so i was constantly getting ready every day for work you know every day to go out during the weekend and when i wasn't feeling like good during the transition of me realizing that i needed to stop i didn't want to go live because when i would go live it'd be like oh what party are you going to like people just commenting like what party are you going to what what event are you going to and at that time i wasn't feeling my true best so like i didn't want to give any energy to people that was fake you mm -hmm. know like that made it seem like oh like i'm 100 percent me you know and that's why i did stop going live for a while and i've expressed that to people on tiktok and people that would just dm me like i miss your tiktok lives like um but i'm glad like you're not showing us like a fake side of you mm -hmm. you know and it was because they knew if i was going live I was just putting on a mask mm -hmm. to try to make other people happy yeah. when I wasn't happy within myself. And I really feel like energy transfers, like sure. energy definitely transfers in the sense of I I could have the worst energy behind the screen and I'm reading comments and I'm answering. But right when I see like a negative comment, like the trigger in me can snap, you know, and it's like that's not who I am like and I needed to know to take steps back when I needed to take steps back and if it meant me not going live for two weeks just so I could get my mental right I'm gonna do that mm -hmm. you know yeah there's some hurtful shit on on comments man and like it's uh people like and uh, yeah some of them are for sure bots and it's it's a lot of private accounts from like what I've seen like personally but it's like people don't sometimes they don't understand like how much that can really affect someone Someone's, like yeah really it can people be really bad ruthless. you know yeah ruthless for sure and it's like and also um like people at least that don't do like social media they're not too heavily in that it, it takes a lot of work yeah like, it does like I, I was like just from talking to you like you literally are like recording and then like editing like constantly no right. and just just to have that like that content and it's really inspiring, especially from a, like a content creator like myself. But it does take like time. a lot, like a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a lot of work. Yeah. Um, have you learned to kind of enjoy that process? I have, yeah. honestly. Like, I look forward to it now. I feel like when I when I gym and I make like content gymming, the first thing I do when I get home is literally just get it done, mm -hmm. like edit, like put on my good music, like after I know I'm gonna take my bath, like read my journal bubbles you know no bubbles. Bubbles. <laughs> bubbles on the weekends <laughs> on the weekend 
um <laughs> no but yeah i just feel like i'm in a routine now in a routine that i actually enjoy it's waking up reading writing down all my thoughts you know journaling um making my breakfast having my lunch going to train a client coming back home working on my clothing brand with my brother like the facetime calls all that stuff going back to the gym at seven for another client finishing my second workout then right away after that it's like go home edit journal bath Mm -hmm. bed you know like i just feel like i love my routine right now and it's changed me and shaped me to become a better person because if you would have asked me what my schedule was like last year like during march april it would be wake up get ready go live on tiktok go to work go to sleep Mm -hmm. like i wasn't even eating in the middle of that you know like it's just been a huge shift it's been a huge change and i love the version of myself that i'm becoming yeah that's so dope yeah What, what would you say to someone who like um Maybe they they're in a position where um, like they maybe are not currently happy with their situation. Like it, it could be you when you were bartending, you know, like you felt like you had to make a switch. Right. But a lot of people kind of just stay in that because it's like it's I a feel like comforting. it's because a lot of people are comfortable where mm-hmm. they're at and they're afraid of change. Mm-hmm. And I feel like no one should be afraid of change. If you're comfortable where you're at, you're in the wrong like you should always feel uncomfortable it's not uncomfortable like that but uncomfortable in a way that you want to do more for yourself Mm -hmm. uncomfortable where you know you're not satisfied with yourself because you know you're capable of achieving more and doing more and learning more you know you have to always be open to other people's feelings you have to be open to learning about other people you have to be open to learning new hobbies that you may enjoy and honestly may execute on them like someone can just think like okay i i don't know how to sew but let me just find out how to sew you know Mm -hmm. let me learn about it and it's like you could be such so great in making clothes sewing and good like you're comfortable now like you you know that you already accomplished that like get uncomfortable in something else you know learn a new hobby learn something else that you could learn about yourself Mm -hmm. you know a lot of us think that we're only good at what we think we're good at. Mm -hmm. And that's like, say, for example, me, like, I'm like, okay, I'm good at editing videos. Like, my brother will humble me and be like, no, like, this (laughs) is a good video, you know? And it's like, damn, okay, I can learn about that, you know? But I'm so comfortable with my own technique that I'm not freely willing to learn about his. But, like, that's a lot of people's mindsets is, like, they don't want to learn. Me, I want to learn. You, you want to learn, you know? And I just think that's why a lot of people are stuck. They're stuck because they're comfortable. And you could be happy where you're at. I'm not I'm not trying to change anyways, anyone's ways of, like, where they're comfortable at. But I just feel like we're all capable of doing more as humans. And we're all blessed with the ability to do so much. We have hands, feet, like so much you could do in this lifetime that you're living and go do it like go go do it go learn about it and I had to learn that myself I was so comfortable with just who I was that I wasn't willing to change anything about myself you know at first but I feel like you you do need to be uncomfortable to 
be able to just learn more about yourself for sure and the thing is like you 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 mentioned and it's a good point where like you're not saying like pe- some people are perfectly happy where they're at and that's fine yes however it's not okay if you feel it inside like you know that you like because we all i feel like we all have that like like that compass within us where it's like we know we could be doing more More. you may not even know what that is but you know it's something and like it's just you need to act on that because right like i think people like waste so much time just kind of living with that and kind of just distracting themselves like with whether it's like alcohol or or whatever just to kind of get rid of that feeling that is with them right that feeling of needing that or like knowing that they're capable of more mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah you you have to because i mean you just kind of owe it to yourself and the your family and the people around you like like you ha- i feel like you have to there's something telling you that you know right um but yeah but if uh, you're happy where you're where you're <laughs> at you're happy yes. i'm not trying to say anything yes. other than that i'm just saying that we're human and we got gifted with the blessing of knowing how much we can do mm-hmm. and how much we're capable of doing. So if you want to learn something, go and try it. Don't be afraid of failure because at least you could say that you tried. Mm-hmm. Facts. What do you feel like? So I started this this podcast like revolves around mental health. Right. Um, that's kind of like why I started it, just because there are like some really good platforms Um but I just wanted to make like have my own version of it. And just I think it's very important, like for people to hear these like type of conversations because mm-hmm. they can relate to it. You know, right. Um, what What's the like, I guess, mentally when it comes to like mental hurdles you've had to overcome? What's like come one of the hardest ones you've had to overcome within yourself when it comes to mental health? Self-doubt. Mm. I will say that. um there comes a time where everyone has self-doubt within themselves. Maybe not everyone, but I feel like you go through stages in your life where you're like, damn, like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, like you, you're stuck and you feel like you're not capable of breaking through and moving on and, and being okay. I feel like you constantly fight this mental blockage within yourself when you start comparing yourself to others and when you start thinking that you're not worth more than what you are Mm -hmm. you know and there's times where you you lose confidence you you don't recognize the person in the mirror you're going through i guess shame for what you've put yourself through and shame for how you used to be or what you used to do and you're just like damn like people recognize the old version of you you know when they don't even when they can't even meet the new version of you you know and I feel like that's a that's a big thing that would mentally I guess block me from being able to trust people Mm -hmm. i feel like i need to really be able to trust people but through everything that i've gone through i feel like you can't trust no one you know besides your family and like my my mom always told me you have five people in your circle and that's it like five people in your circle your your friends shouldn't be more than 
a hand. You're like, you should only have a handful of friends. Mm-hmm. And I feel like before, shit, I had like 30 hands, like, mm-hmm. you know, and that was a toxic trait, which now it's such a mental blockage to try to get through everything that like I went through back then and everything that I had to overcome. So I have a lot of self-doubt in like myself, like, damn, like, was I really all those things people said? You know, people said, like, was I really who these bots were saying I was? You know, mm. just just a a downer on myself, I guess yeah. you could say. Mm. And that's a big mental blockage, but I do feel like I've already overcame it. Um, there is times where you are going to think about it, but it's like I overcame it by knowing that who people meet now is not who people knew back then, you know? And if I don't approach you in person or say hi to you in person, it's nothing personal. It's just we're not on the same level, you know? Um, I feel like there's certain people in my life that they remind me of my past Mm -hmm. and they remind me of where I was at a certain point in my life. And I feel like I've grown from that, so I don't want no association with that or I don't want no... Um, involvement with any of that and my peace is so protected now like I feel like I've came to peace with so many things and I've came to peace with realizing that peace is the greatest thing a person can have and the peace comes from you the peace comes from how you're able to block out the outside noise and tune into your own noise and if you guys read 48 laws of power like you guys know how manipulative people can be and how you can manipulate people back, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like the the greatest thing I've learned during my mental blockages was to stay silent, you know, stay silent and someone's going to be louder than you. And you just have to listen, listen, not react. And I feel like when a lot of people listen and they don't react you're already greater than that person. You know, you're already holding back so much that you could have said, but you didn't because you know that nothing is worth a reaction. Nothing is worth a reaction. And when people give things a reaction, you're giving it your energy and you're giving it the time of the day that people don't deserve. You're giving it a part of you that you've already healed. You're giving it a part of you that isn't you anymore when some when someone tries triggering something that you've already worked to overcome they're trying to it's literally the devil Mm -hmm. it's literally the devil trying to get you to pull you back into who you used to be Mm. and and i don't think that's that's something that i'll ever allow myself to happen to me again and that was the biggest mental blockage that i did allow back then is letting people pull me back down five steps when I had already went up five, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, so yeah, I feel like that's been my biggest mental blockage, but I don't have any no more. Like, I, I feel like I'm just free spirited now. I'm whatever happens happens. I feel like I put everything in with, in God, like Mm -hmm. everything is in his hands. Everything is his will, his word, and his promises. And I just feel like he'll put me through certain situations to teach me a lesson, and he has. And I just always come out stronger than what it was, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm forever grateful for that. I'm forever grateful that I'm just able to not overthink any certain type of situations because I know that God is going to handle it. Like, Were you always kind of 
um, like close to your faith and close to God? I've always been close to my faith. Um, I grew up Catholic. I am Christian now, but I will say that I knew of God before I didn't know God. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a big difference in knowing of God and like actually feeling God, mm-hmm. you know? And before I I would constantly pray, I would constantly do a lot of things, but also I was putting myself in the same positions that I was praying for me to get over, you know? You have to meet God halfway. He isn't going to just pull you all the way from like, the beginning you know and be like okay follow all my footsteps like you have to meet him somewhere Mm -hmm. and if you're not making the effort you're not meeting god halfway you know like he's not moving he's right here you have to make some effort in order for him to keep following you you know and before i mean i was praying like dang like god's not working in my favor like i i don't know like what i'm doing wrong you know but that's also when I was partying every day and I was doing this, but I was also praying for peace and I was praying for just the wrong things, you know, like and doing the total opposite of it. And not until like, um, I'd say July of 2023, I did this 12 week challenge and well, I quit the bar scene like, like around May Mm -hmm. and I did this 12 week challenge like in July yeah, in July, and that, actually, my friend had just asked me about it. Watch. I'm going to read you guys what the 12-week challenge was. So the 12-week challenge I did was five-day training, two strength and stretch exercises, half a gallon of water before you eat breakfast, one gallon of water throughout the day, um, no drinking alcohol, read 20 pages of a book a day, four meals, two protein shakes, no going out unless it's a birthday or event. And even then, you couldn't drink. Mm-hmm. Um, journal and pray slash read Bible for 30 minutes before you get on your phone in the morning. Going to bed before 1 unless you're working. No meals past 1030. Coffee only once a week because wow. I'm a big coffee drinker. <laughs> so I had yeah. to just add that in there. And then meditate for 20 minutes before bed every night. So it's kind of like the 75 day hard, but I added a lot more stuff. Mm-hmm. But this 12-week challenge, I feel like it really made me close to God and knowing who God is because of every day I was dedicating my life to him in the morning before I even touched my phone, you know, before I even went on social media. And I just feel like I was, I started off with Genesis and I just feel like after I read Genesis, it was just like, I, I was just feeling mentally good, like feeling so like just overall good in general because I was eating good. I was going to bed early. I was waking up early. Um, I would only post what I wanted to and I didn't feel obligated to just post to post. You know, I used to like post like, oh, damn, I'm going to lose followers or oh, damn, like I need to stay consistent. And like after I did the 12 week challenge, I was like. Like, I don't care who follows me. I don't care who doesn't follow me. I am just going to live my life. I am just going to put everything in God's hands and whatever is meant for me is for me. And whatever isn't, isn't. Like, and I realized during that challenge so much about myself that I never even knew I had inside of me. You know, I realized so much 
I just tuned deeply into my inner thoughts and inner feelings, my emotional self, my physical self, and my mental self. And I was just like, damn, like, it's up. Like, Mm -hmm. it is literally go time. Mm -hmm. I I am not playing around with myself anymore. My body, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to take care of my mental. I'm going to take care of my energy. Um... And God was just working through me this whole Mm -hmm. time, like just realizing. And that's when I knew like, okay, God pulled me out of the bar scene. This is my, this is the first step, you know? So that's a step into meeting God closer halfway. Then I started doing this challenge and it's like, okay, Bible every day, pray, things like that. No alcohol, no going out, no this, no that. And it's like, okay, little by little, like I'm getting closer, you know, to that halfway mark. And right now I feel like I reached that mark to where I'm just on a path with God. You know, I'm on a path just learning each and every day about him. And I'm sorry to my non-believers. I feel like this is very godly like. Um, but I I truly feel like he is the one that made a difference mm. in my life. Yeah. And I've tried this year. I literally was like, I am going to try to stop cussing too Mm -hmm. it is hard and i i told you about that but (laughs) um that is my next step that is my next main step is like stop cussing Mm -hmm. so We'll see how that goes. I, I think I cussed in the beginning of this podcast. But it's just, it's, it's, it's so that's one hard. of the hardest ones, yeah. Because it's kind of like, you kind of feel, like even though it's not necessary, you kind of feel that emotion. So it's just like, just yeah, throw it in there, you know? Yeah, but, no, for real. Um, nah, but I feel that. What do you, um, what's your, like your favorite, uh, is your favorite, What how do we call it? Is it an excerpt or proverb? Is it like the like the, the sayings from the bible where it's like 4 13 or like just something like that what's like hey, a, i see what you it, did there is that it is that it <laughs> it is because i feel like i've seen yeah i feel like i've seen that that you post about it or, yeah well yeah. I, I mean i have a lot of favorite i think it it all depends like i was telling you the seasons in life that i go mm, through yeah i feel like there's philippians four thirteen to where i know like Christ is going to strengthen me, you know, and he's going to guide me through everything that I need to. But there is certain Bible verses that help me throughout different time periods of my life. And say I'm going through stress or anxiety, I know what Bible verse I have to go to, you know. Mm -hmm. Say I'm going through, um, like, Mm self-doubt. I know what Bible verse is going to help me pull myself out of it, you know. Um anxiety stress friendships relationships like just anything there's always a verse out there and it might my verse might not be what helps you you know Mm -hmm. your verse is your verse my verse is my verse and yeah i just feel like it's different seasons in your life in different time frames to where a verse becomes my favorite like it's it's really i don't really have a specific one that is i feel you um what i like we were talking about this the other day were because i asked you about seasons Mm -hmm. and basically like you said how you're gonna go through different like just kind of ebbs and flows in life right like some season might be like like a down season maybe like you don't feel like your best or maybe certain things are kind of like just working against you it feels like right um and then you kind of made a point where it's like you you kind of stop uh once you kind of 
feel like like you kind of leave it up to god to kind of guide you or like um you stop trying to control everything yeah it's like you, you kind of feel more set grounded and just more at peace right you say? it's because there's there's peace in every storm and i mm-hmm. feel like even though people may not believe in god or believe in god we all go through things in life all of us like and we all have emotions which some can try to defeat us and it could be one after another after another after another and you're like damn like when am i gonna get a break you know but i just feel like stand still like stand still your breakthrough is coming like your season is about to end like you just have to really remain strong mentally physically and emotionally within yourself to know that God is going to handle what needs to be handled, you know? And you just got to sit back. Like, it could, you could be going through the worst of the worst, but you woke up another day, so your story is not finished writing. Mm-hmm. You know, your your story is still being written. And I just feel like that's that's a big thing that people need to hear is you could be going through depression and it could you could feel like, you're useless, you know, you're worthless and you have no purpose in life. But I will say if you wake up the next day, you do have a purpose in this life and you do have something to prove and God is not finished with you. So don't finish yourself, you know, mm-hmm. don't give up yourself. Um, I I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. We We do need to experience tough times as people to make us learn and grow as a person and if we never experienced hard times we would all be screwed (laughs) like we we would all be screwed yeah no for sure i think uh even though like some of those times like when you're in the mix it's like damn this is this is tough tough um but yeah like you kind of look back like once you kind of make it out of it um because you eventually do which is like i think like it's inevitable that you're gonna make it through um but i think the hardest thing is just reminding yourself that like in the moment um because i get i think what people do is like they they feel like they see like let's just say they're at a really low point or they have they know they have to do so much to kind of get better they start looking ahead and like just kind of like it, it's it can be overwhelming with all you're looking is like just looking at ahead and like how far you have to go when in reality like it's just best to kind of take it a step at a step time of, yeah and focus on like what you can do now as opposed to all that you have to do you know yeah you can only control what you can mm-hmm. and that's literally the best way to put it if you can only control one situation at a time then only control that mm-hmm. then worry about the next and once you complete that then you worry about the next. But trying to take on everything at once, you're you're going to get overstimulated and you're going to just go crazy. Literally mm-hmm. go crazy trying to figure out a solution to something that is so easy to fix if you just stay grounded mm-hmm. and know that you are going to be able to get through it. You just need to relax, mm-hmm. you know, and take a deep breath and know that you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to be okay because what you thought was your hardest situation years ago is a breeze now. Mm-hmm. You know, like what you thought you couldn't get over two years ago, that relationship, that friendship, that family curse, anything it is like in that moment, you were like, 
I hate my life, you know? Mm -hmm. And now it's like, damn, looking back at it, it's like something like, why was I tripping? You know, like, why was I overthinking that situation? But it's only because it's in the moment when we're worrying so much. But a year from now, it's going to be like, I was stressing about that. Like, I was literally down bad over that, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's just something that I really see for myself is, I think I get put through the worst situations, but then I get put through something different and I'm like, damn, like that wasn't anything compared yeah. to what I'm dealing with now, mm-hmm. you know? For sure. And you, you kind of like, one thing I've started to kind of realize is you, you're going to, when you face tough situations, it's, it's really all about like how you view it and your perspective on it. Right. And just changing that perspective of like, let's just say there's something like an obstacle that's like really hard. Or like something's just really bad that you feel like you have to get through. Mm-hmm. It's if you look at it in more of a way, it's like, damn, all right, like this is a test, but let's see if I can do it. Like, right. like it's gonna, like, can I really do this? Like, if, if I can get through this, then oh, imagine all that I can do and right. get through. You know, so as opposed to looking at it as like, damn, like just complaining about it and like just kind of dwelling in yeah it. dwelling and comparing yourself your situation to maybe someone, someone else's. else's it's more just like all right no this was put in my way for a reason how are we gonna get through it right and um what am i gonna be capable of like on the other side of that if i get through this you know changing your mindset exactly yeah. mindset sure. is everything mm-hmm. if you have a horrible mindset you gotta flip that switch <laughs> just turn it into something positive because your mindset says a lot about you mm-hmm. and a person. Yeah, for sure. Do you have a um, Do you have a love language? A love language. Yeah. I'd say my love language is gifting. Gifting. You like giving gifts. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's one of mine too. Like, but I didn't discover that until like pretty recently. For real. Yeah. What was yours before? Uh, I think I'm a mix of everything, but like, I think. I, I think words of affirmation Word, is like it's pretty big. Um, that would be my second one. Yeah, especially in like what like just creating like just content and everything like right. It can be like if you don't get that like feedback, sometimes it's like fuck, a reassurance. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, even though sometimes it's not the best way to look at it, but it feels good. Like just that those words are, are big. Yeah. Um, or just just uh, like one of my favorite things is when either when like when someone tells me like. And it doesn't even have to come from a place of, like, them wanting anything. It's literally just them saying, like, yo, I see what you're doing. Like, proud. And, and you're, I'm proud. Like, you're doing really good. No, yeah. That, that's the best, That's a know? big one, yeah. I, I feel like, and it when it comes from people that you don't really expect it either, you know? Yeah. Like, people that you don't talk to on the daily or exactly. anything. It's, like, just a random can be, like, yo, like, I see what you're doing. Like, For I'm proud sure. of you. It's, like, damn. Damn. <laughs> like love love yeah no for sure but yeah that is a big one it hits for sure and we we need to do more More of it yeah for sure so much more of it i feel like there's so many people out there that are doing a phenomenal job and not hearing it so they feel like they're not doing a good job you know you're doing a great job i was about to say i'm like (laughs) you're doing a great job (laughs) no for sure it's just like little shit bro like I would I, literally just yesterday someone um like I was in the restroom and then I was walking out and then dude that was walking he was like dude I love your fit 
I was like, thank you, bro. <laughs> I love yours too. Like, appreciate yeah. you. And it wasn't even like we didn't say anything after that. It was just like that and like it's because compliments are free yeah compliments are free and i feel like if someone looks good or if someone is doing something out of the goodness of their heart you could let them know like it takes nothing out of a person to let another person know how good they're doing or how good their fit looks or if their makeup looks fire or anything like their hair looks dope like it's so it's free that's the only thing free in life is being kind Mm -hmm. being nice being just just a good person exactly yeah for sure um yeah so what do you feel like uh when you think about so we'll get in like to dating a little bit because okay um hold on let me, let me take a look i was gonna say like, <laughs> 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 sorry <coughs> oh my god add that. <laughs> <coughs> bro it went down it just went down You're wrong too <laughs> my fault <laughs> yo um, that was terrible all right it's because i switched drinks i need to go back to <laughs> liquid death <laughs> i felt like i was about to die right there jeez chill 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 <laughs> um, all right we're good i'm like and action <laughs> action yeah that's, that's not going in <laughs> no i'm just kidding maybe so yeah so dating nowadays mm-hmm. um what do you feel like has um uh, because like your mom, your your mom and dad, they're, they're married. I mean, they're obviously married, right? Right. Um. So you kind of have like a pretty good example of like a like a um, what's the word? A traditional, more like like just a healthy marriage, really. Right. So. Hundred percent. Yeah. When you see that, like how it is nowadays, like what do you think has contributed to like just kind of the struggles that kind of people have dating and just kind of finding something really like special and genuine with with someone else like what's the problem with it now yeah like just what are factors that you feel like have influenced that in a negative way i feel like okay as someone that grew up seeing a very old school love and that traditional love and where my dad is opening the car doors for my mom like getting her flowers like you know like just treating a woman with respect and installing that in his girls which is me and my sisters like i feel like it's so normalized nowadays for a woman to admire a man that does that you know and it's like that's the normality like what do you guys like it's like oh since he's not cheating on me he's cheating me like Mm -hmm. so good you know and cheating is so normalized nowadays that it's like insane like it is It's an ego boost, I think, for men and for girls. They like getting like their lick back or like they like just keeping them there. They like the toxicity. The toxicity is what's the problem nowadays. It's too normalized and too many people are just falling in love with that, you Mm -hmm. know, falling in love with getting treated like crap, you know, and it's sad to see. It is super sad to see and... I will say I went through a relationship to where I was disrespected to, you know, and I put up with it for a while, but it was just like, at least I got out of it, you know? Mm -hmm. So many girls will just stay because they can't break their generational curses within Mm -hmm. their own family. And it's like, oh, I grew up seeing that. So that's normal to them, you know? And there's so many parents that are divorced 
and they are coming from separate families and then the boyfriend is coming from separate families as well so it's like when they meet each other it's like oh you have a broken kind of family you know i do too like this is the normality of our relationship you know i grew up with my dad treating my mom this way oh i grew up with my mom treating my dad this way and it's like okay so when stuff happens between that relationship it's like we've been through this you know it's not any like shock to them or it's not they're used to it they're comfortable they're comfortable with it and a lot of people aren't don't want to break generational curses and don't want to break how their parents used to be or how their parents you know grew up grew up like how they grew up and i think a lot of people are if i'm being honest they there there's too many women out there that are letting themselves be disrespected and have their body get played with you know like like if it's just um your body is a temple woman like your Mm -hmm. body is a temple and i feel like there's so many baby daddies and baby mamas nowadays that it's like what the heck happened to like marriage kids you know like and don't get me wrong there is like times where it happens like and you do get pregnant and you guys end up not being together but it's just like so many girls and so many guys complain about who their baby mama is or who their baby daddy is but it's like protect yourself like protect yourself protect your image like and you wouldn't be in the situation that you are and i know sometimes it could be like well i thought i was in love with them you know Mm -hmm. i thought this and that which is perfectly fine but it's like then you guys are only trying to work it out for the sake of your child yeah and it's like you're putting that child through stuff that is not true love Mm -hmm. and that's how the generation keeps going and keeps coming about is knowing that no one's putting a foot down and no one's just being like okay you know what like no cheating no this no that we're gonna make it work and boom like we're gonna grow our family in a space where they know how to communicate they know Mm -hmm. how to love they know how to treat other people you know and that's a lot of people's problems is that they just they just try to make something happen when their kids don't even feel that energy from them i feel like in order for their kid to grow up right the mom has to be actually happy and the dad actually has to be happy you know and if they're not and they're constantly fighting behind the door or with their kid in the room like kids remember kids remember kids know and it's just like oh i always saw my mom and dad fighting and it's like damn so that's what they're normalized to you know and in my family i never heard one one argument between my mom and dad you know maybe i know they would argue but it's like they never let you guys kind of like never let us see it they even if they were arguing or anything it wouldn't affect what my dad does yeah my dad would still open the car doors for all of us my dad would still like be a man you know he would still like he wouldn't let his like pride come in in the way for sure he knew like he has a family and he needs to still remain the man that his dad taught him to be you know and i do feel like it's because my dad is older way older Mm -hmm. and um that's a big thing of it is 
back in the days, things were different. Yeah. And that's why he always tells us now, like, man, this shit's so sad. Like, yeah. it, because it is. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, like, like there's i mean obviously there's some there's people around me that i've seen like have a healthy relationship healthy marriage right but it's very far few like in between and a lot of people get divorces like right away i i can name off like maybe like obviously i'm not gonna name drop but i could i <laughs> could like, <laughs> i could name like at least like five like couples that were married and just kind of got a divorce bro like and i mean it happens for sure but i think it's just like a lot of it is um obviously i mean things within the relationship that happened but a lot of it is like just um looking inward i think a lot a lot of people like we make a lot of excuses for ourselves nine days right. and we're very i think you should be selfish in some ways however i think it's gone a little bit too far to where like we just kind of we're very and we think very short term about a lot of shit now i think it's because a lot of us is like break up makeup break up makeup Mm. you know like it's it's not ever like we're working through it like and we need to i feel like people need to genuinely work on themselves before entering a relationship Mm -hmm. they need to genuinely know that they can't always break up during an argument they can't always like just let their emotions overpower what they have as a couple together, you mm. know? And it's a lot of like negative things that are said when you get, when people argue. And I feel like that's the worst thing. Like that could break a couple up is holding grudges as well. It's like, if an argument happens, talk it out that night and just the next day move on with it you know like yeah. you cannot hold on to a grudge and this goes for anything when you hold on to a grudge you're really only holding on to things within yourself and that's something that like i've always now done is like just let let go of the grudges and let in the forgiveness like if you constantly hold something inside of you your body is just constantly dwelling over the fact that you have some type of negativity inside of you Mm -hmm. you know and and that's with relationships it's just it's a lot of it's a lot of things that go into it honestly but what does social media like how does that affect it in a way like a relationship like with posting each other um no just like more so like just like for example like i I heard about the other day where they were talking like he was talking about how like if if you're fighting or whatever you can just kind of like take the social media and you kind of get that validation you from everybody that like yeah you need anybody and i feel like that's so stupid yeah like that is the lowest of lows going to social media for anything is the lowest of lows like not handling your own problems and the issue with that own person yeah is a lot of people's problems is you guys constantly feel the need to get validation from other people because you can't help yourself mm-hmm. and you don't know how to help yourself. And that is a very toxic trait to have is like realizing like, oh, my first initial reaction to do is to go to social media and try to tell other people or try to get validation from other people to feed your own ego. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to, you're you're constantly trying to get that validation from other people because you know that you don't have the self-confidence to get over it yourself you know and to fight through it yourself and that that is something that is just so toxic and that's another thing is like social media affects a lot of relationships and i feel like 
um it shouldn't have to it really shouldn't have to um but there are evil people out there there are people that do want to ruin someone else's relationship or do want to ruin um what they're jealous of seeing of that the the other people you know Mm -hmm. like if they see that someone's happy people envy happiness like if they're not happy within themselves and when people go or when couples go to other people on social media when they're fighting or when they're arguing it's just like you guys shouldn't be together you know like you you shouldn't feel the need to have to go to another woman or go to another man just to feel good about Mm -hmm. a situation or to get whatever it is that you need your lick back whatever get Mm -hmm. back you just shouldn't have to you don't genuinely love that person like Mm -hmm. i truly believe that you you really don't love that person or you don't like that person as much as you think you do and you're lying to yourself and you're lying to that other person you Mm -hmm. know and i just feel like that's another thing like you really just have to be true to yourself and just know like if you don't want the relationship end it like it, it is so simple if you don't want something with someone don't lead it on because you're only gonna you're only gonna fall into you making stupid decisions and hurting another human's emotions Mm -hmm. another individual's emotions and it's like that's not cool yeah it's not for sure um for someone who's like uh like for let's just say like i'm gonna paint out a situation for you okay um there's a (laughs) sorry i was thinking when i spit out the water um (laughs) when when you when you see someone like that came from like they didn't have that example growing up um and they kind of went through like a lot of trauma when it comes to like relationships and what they've seen like their parents have and just in general they they don't have the healthiest um i guess relationship Relationship. with that yeah and they get with someone who like is the ideal person like someone that like is there like just a good like a, a person that's ready to give you like a he- something healthy like that. Do you feel? Have you seen it, or do you feel like that person who went through that trauma like can't be loved in that way, or like they don't know how to? Is that a thing? So that's literally me and my ex. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sorry for talking about my ex, but no, it's, it, it's this is literally our situation um from years years ago though mm-hmm. um but i genuinely feel like it's the hardest shit ever like it is so hard because one they they don't know how to love you in your love language and you could teach them and you could show them like this is how it's supposed to be handled things like that but inside of them they have that mental blockage where it's like well i never saw that growing up so how do you expect me to know it you know and it's a very toxic thing to have inside of them but i feel like the hardest thing is trying to heal someone that you can't heal like trying to heal that wound inside of them from when they were a kid that you really can't heal. Mm. And no matter how much like they could be around your family, it's a sense of jealousy. It is a sense of jealousy and it it's so different because like say he would come to my house or whatever, it would be like anxiety, you know? Like he he doesn't know how to like 
talk like mm. in a way not talk but it was just like he he didn't know how to be social yeah because he was so stuck like he wasn't used to this like he didn't have i have a huge family like i have like 30 cousins <laughs> like we're all super close we would get together every sunday like my family is big so like i am close to all my family all my aunts all my uncles they're still together like not really any divorces like so it's like all of us are just the same mm -hmm. you know and having someone like my ex come into it it's like what the heck yeah. like this is so weird you know because when i would go over to their family's house it's like you know the stepdad the mom mm -hmm. you know like friends and like the grandma or yeah. something you know it's 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 different which not not judging anyone that grows up the way that they do but it's just so hard because it's like okay like you do see the difference in like my family and his family mm -hmm. and i feel like it will affect your relationship somewhat i mean you could change it you could definitely change it but it does affect the way things happen because you're trying to constantly teach this person how to be a man mm. you know you're constantly having to teach this guy or say it's a girl vice versa how to love you correctly you mm. know and it could be so draining it could mm. be so like mentally exhausting like how do you not know how to not cheat you know like like why is that your initial reaction and it's like I saw my dad doing it like I don't know you know yeah. like so it's just something that's like yeah. bro like and at some point you you, you take accountability you have yes to, and and that's yeah. the thing is like you feel so bad like I felt so bad and I was like I don't know what to do at this point you know like it we're just so different and it sucks because like you do genuinely love a person and you do want you know what they're capable of being you know but they can't because they're so used to like what they grew up with mm -hmm. and how they saw everything and what they were told and that's also another thing like abuse like if you got abused when you were a kid like you inherit that as you grow up you know you think like your initial reaction when someone cusses at you or something is to hit them mm -hmm. you know like it's just little things that literally run in your genetics mm -hmm. like and i just think that it's it, it really It's really hard for you to grow up with a family of two people that do love each other and have been together for each, like 30 years, you know, versus someone that saw the most traumatic things ever when they were yeah, a kid, for sure. you know. Um, but I don't think it's impossible. Yeah. I, I don't think it's impossible if that person is willing to learn and change and be open to just learning everything before things de-escalate yeah. in the wrong way yeah and they they have to do it for themselves Selves, yeah no for sure because like you can want the best for somebody and you can see it but if they don't see that in themselves and like I it's mean, impossible they, exactly yeah and it's so it's sad for sure at the same time do you think that that it can um i don't know because like it's It's hard for me to say because I've I really never like I haven't been in like a really really serious relationship. But I've I've talked to girls that like I know that they don't come from like the best the families, best family. and it's not it hasn't worked out because I mean I was in, in in ways where like they they literally were saying we're like yeah I'm not I feel like I don't like 
I don't, but I don't even know if it wasn't like an excuse or how valid it was, but like, it's like type things where like, I feel like I don't deserve you type thing. Yeah. Um, things like that were like, I feel like you're too. When like, someone tells you they don't deserve you, it's. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like upsetting too, but it's like, I've, I've been through that and it, but it, it's just now more that I think about it. Like I was just, I come a very, from a very similar family. Like I, I've seen my mom and dad, they've, they've been together for forever yeah and they've i mean yes they argue and stuff but for the most part like they they've done things i could i guess you can say like the right way where it's like they they never let like outside factors really get in between like them and stuff yeah and they raised us to be the same exact way like um everything like like you said your dad like values and the man he is like those are the same principles that i kind of grew up with you know right and some people aren't used to that and like used to kind of like get to me but at the same time like i've I've just kind of grown to be like well yeah it is what it is yeah no for sure um but yeah it can be a tough thing today's it's crazy today bro like it's there's a lot of everybody's healing (laughs) it seems like um but at the same time like back to your situation it comes to a point where like you you can't you, you have to stop making excuses for certain for people because yeah. at the like at the end of the day like it, it's all about like a lot of it's like how are you feeling because it's it's a two two-way thing like if you're not happy i mean then that's I mean, that's that's tough too yeah so. and a lot of people sacrifice their own happiness for another person yeah and that can be I mean, pretty bad right very toxic yeah mm-hmm. Do you feel like, uh, because like you said, you, you've been like, you've been a lot more just like closer to God and stuff. Would you be able to date someone who, who isn't, do you feel like that could work? I don't know. I feel like now all my friendships and all like the people that I'm close to, (laughs) the middleman is God, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, I feel like I could date someone that like has how do i put it um as long as you're not as long as you don't like mm, (laughs) i don't know like so i i can't to make it i feel like i feel like if you've never tried to know god or if you never tried to like learn about God, but you're open to like going to church and like open to like putting God in the middle of situations and things like that. And just just reading a Bible, like just trying to install God in your mm-hmm. life, then yes. But if you're just like, screw that like all that stuff no Mm -hmm. i can't like because i feel like we won't relate on Mm -hmm. a lot of things like no we just won't relate on a lot of things that we go through in life yeah because i'm like uh whatever happens happens and like i'm not gonna argue with someone that is like no like this you know like like no like it is what it is you know for sure that makes sense like someone who actually has um because i don't know from my perspective like i think 
because I know people that are really good people, but they don't even necessarily like are, are in. They don't consider themselves like really religious or spiritual, um, but it, it's just kind of, in a way, there's something guiding like their, their morals and their beliefs and everything, uh-huh. and they're still good people, but it's like I, I, I definitely think it's it's religion or like just like faith like faith and spirituality. It's just I think it's just a better or maybe an easier way, not easier, but it's a little bit more accessible for someone like that, that can guide someone in the right direction for the most part, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to someone who's not like involved with God and religion and things like that, you know? Right. Yeah, I do. I, there is a lot of good people and mm-hmm. they might not be religious or anything, yeah. which is perfectly fine. It's just like, um, me personally, I just feel like there is, so many situations that God has pulled people out of when they're good people. And it's because like, it is God, like, Mm -hmm. like pulling you out of those situations, you know? And even if you don't fully believe like, or you have so many questions about him or anything like that, it's like, read the Bible. Like everything is in there. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's when like I started realizing because I would have so many like questions, like, how did he do this if this, you know, like, what is this if this? And it's just like, read the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I started reading it, and I'm just like, little by little, I'm just getting all the answers that I was questioning, you know? And it's just like, dang, like, the whole time I was questioning him, like, it's literally written, mm-hmm. you know? And I just, I think it's crazy because everything that happens in this world all the birth pains that we go through like we do have our breakthrough like even though there was a huge birth pain during covid like right now it's it's not as bad you know like we're we're finally getting through a breakthrough which there is still covid happening but it's like not as drastic as it was prime example <laughs> right 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 but um yeah and it, it talks about that yeah. like even everything that we go through in life it's like we knew it was coming like we we knew it was coming it's just people are always so shocked because they see it on the internet and they see it on social media and then they're like oh what is this that we saw in the sky like this and Mm -hmm. this you know like and it's like it's written like it is literally written and a lot of people are just so social media stuck that they believe everything that they read on Instagram and Twitter and things like that. And they're always like, oh, what the, like, we, uh, who knew about this? Like, what is this that's going on in the world? And it's like, people knew ahead that this was going to happen, mm-hmm. you know? Like, and yeah, I just feel like a lot of people are just so into reading what's online and not reading in general. Yeah, like, for sure. But... I mean, I don't judge anyone that is not close to God or that doesn't, because at one point I was straight away from God. I was like, but I don't think that I would have any relationship with someone that I can't talk to about him, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. What What do you feel like your biggest strength is or that, that other people tell you, like, like, this is your best characteristic? Best characteristic? Yeah. Yeah. Internal. Internal? Yeah. Oof. 
I don't know. A lot of people just say I have good energy. Like, mm-hmm. I have very, like, they feel like they could be comfortable. Like, they could they could tell me anything, you know? Like, and I'll be able to give them advice without mm-hmm. people taking it as, like, a construct. Like, they'll take it as constructive criticism rather than an argument, you know? Like, I am, I don't appreciate when people are quick to argue, or like and not understand you know or aren't good at communication and i'm super good at communication and i'm super good at being there for a person like i have a big heart a very big heart for like the people that i love for random people and when people take advantage of that and try to play with me or my name and try to argue with it rather than like talk about it or like talk about a situation it rubs me the wrong way because i I am so big on like energy like I am so big on energy and there's so many times where I meet people like random people and they're like girl like your energy is so dope and I'm like thanks like you know like it's it's cool like that people are quick to pick up on energy because I am also like I feel like I could tell when a person has a negative like Hmm. like an envious vibe right away you know and that's why now like Mm. in the bar scene like i could really pick up negative energy yeah you know for sure because i've just tuned so into mine and people have noticed that you know yeah people are like damn like what got into you like you just like change yeah. and it's like yeah <laughs> you know like change is good yeah, change is good sure. and what i actually heard or like read was like women are actually like scientifically they're like better at men than like picking up on just like uh, like their emotional intelligence is like really good yeah that's yeah emotional intelligence yeah like you can you can you you can be in a situation like a room or just something and you guys are just not everyone of course but for the most part just men or better than men in general at just picking up like just certain social cues and just right energy like you said I could pinpoint like the people that I'm like, oh, like I don't know, I don't, mm. I don't really like. I wouldn't want to associate myself with them, you know, like yeah. things like that. But it took me a while to learn during the twelve weeks. Uh-huh. It took me that amount of time to yeah. learn and to start picking up on that because I just don't need to be around none of that in 2024. No negative mm. energy. I'm hoping everyone literally has the best year of their life because mm-hmm. 2023 was so hard yeah i feel like on a lot of people 2023 has been hard yeah like mentally physically emotionally. was it one of the hardest years for you for sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah but 2024 is personal 2024 <laughs> is personal <Yeah>. standing <laughs> on business all 2024 no literally mm-hmm. it I feel like this year is going to be great. This year is going to be great for all of us. Mm-hmm. I it's, agree. It's, it started off pretty pretty good. Besides, yeah. like, the, the 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 Rona. Other than that, like, it's just been, like, yeah, it's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, what What is something that you are, like, you're, you're really focused on achieving either, yeah, I would say in, like, the next, like, if you look ahead, like, five years, like, where do you want to be? What do you want to do? You see, that's so hard because I live in the moment. Mm, okay. 
I live in the moment. I don't even know if I'm going to be here in five years, if it's not part of my plan. (laughs) No, but in five years, I just feel like being the absolute best version of myself. Like, I feel like these next, this next year, like, it's like the start of this new era that I'm in, you know, this new, like, lifestyle that I'm going to live, you know, and then next year it's going to be like, okay, what did I not do last year that I could do this year? And it's like, okay, maybe I'll start something new with my brand, you know, maybe I'll start. But in five years, I just feel like at that point, I'm just like going to be unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I'm going to be unstoppable, whether it's just me knowing myself I'm unstoppable or people knowing like Mm -hmm. Logan, like is just on a mission, you know, like on a roll. But yeah, I I don't know. I, I can't really tell you guys what, I yeah. see myself doing it in five years because I'm living know. in the moment right now. And I feel like that's what my issue was. I was trying to get too ahead of myself before mm-hmm. and thinking like, oh, I need to get it done by this day, this day, this day. And it's like, sit back, mm-hmm. relax and just let it flow. Yeah. So that's what well, I'm sit back and then work hard as fuck. But no, also, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Also, but like, relax know, yeah. in the sense of like, yeah, no, for sure. Like, don't stress about no, what you need sure. to do. Yeah. Just stress about what's in the moment. Yes, I agree, for sure. Um, I think I don't know if this will. I think it'll pertain to you. What, what do you What do you want? Um, your loved ones or people you care about, or just people around you. What What do you want them to remember you for? dang these are some like really thinking questions (laughs) i would want them to know how like my family are you talking about just my family or like people in general general? like the impact you want to leave oh oh like social media everything everything like just if 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 you weren't here like what would you want them what would you want your impact to be on on someone on them Oh, damn. She's a good person. Mm. Literally. I think she, I, I help people before I help myself. And that's something that I will, it's, it's a bad thing, but I do feel for, I give so much advice to other people that I can't take myself. And I feel like that is something that I would want people to be appreciative of if I ever did, like, not say go, but, like, if I ever did pass or anything, it's, like, knowing that I I care. I, I would have rather had another person be happy than me be satisfied, you know? Like, i rather them, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. feel good about a situation, and I know I'm going to be able to overcome it, but, like, don't worry about me, you know? Like, I'm worrying about you. I'm helping you, giving you advice. If I don't take my own advice, like, like I got me, mm-hmm. you know? But I just feel like I I want them to know that I, I'm a helping hand. Mm-hmm. I'm a helping hand when it's necessary and when it's needed. Yeah. And you put others before you. I think that's, in a way, I know what you're saying when, like, it's maybe not the best thing because... I know, I know people like that. Like my sister is like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she's like, I guess when people don't do the same or reciprocate it, it can kind of like feel like shit, you know? Yeah. But I don't think that should change you. You know, I think like, I think it's a beautiful thing where like 
when you if you could put someone else before yourself i mean that's one of the best things you can do honestly yeah so no i think that's what would yours be what like what i want people to like the impact i want Mm -hmm. um yeah i think it's just the same i i just want like more so like a like i always think about being just a light um just knowing that like uh people yeah like i was a light for people like if if i was in a room with somebody or like i i met somebody um i just want them to feel like just a really like oh like he was a light like he just his aura his um outshined yeah his energy just was so amazing that like it just i mean it left an impact on me and he told me something that uh, i remember yeah or i i just his presence his because like you said the energy's huge like you can just feel when someone is is genuine in a way and so like i just want like anybody who i meet or any any rooms i walk into i just want them to like yeah that was a really genuine person and maybe he inspired me to do like something or just get out of a really tough situation you know yeah um because i that's what i would want yeah do you have any uh other questions for me hmm let's see i have some <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> just, all right just kidding no i just oh, only nervous. wrote two Okay, honestly, we're going to get some pretty personal. All right. I'm going to, um because the battery might die, so I'm going to change it. Okay. <clears throat> Why do men cheat? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, if I, I knew we was going to do that, I would have brought some. some nah, I'm just kidding. Juicier questions? Nah. Um, well, that's a good question, though. Okay, wait. Have you ever cheated? No. Good job. Thanks. But, I mean, it's a very... It's a very common thing, unfortunately. Um, and Or wait, let me rephrase it. Okay. Do you think your friends impact... You think your friend group changes the type of man you are sometimes? 100%. 100%, yeah. For sure. Um, you can have... I mean, let's just state like the facts. Like You can, you can, ha- you can be around people who are not going to encourage you like for example to cheat like it's not going to be like a known thing but at the same time just the way they carry themselves like especially if you go out and just the way um yeah if you're around that and it's 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 more so like let's just say you guys you go out in your relationship if they're more on that like like they're feeding into that like they're gonna be you know you're gonna be around girls and they're putting you in situations right because you can be put in situations and they might not even be cognizant of that or they are they they know that you're in a relationship and like um i don't know it's just a thing with dudes like at the same time it's a weird thing where like um let's see if i can explain this right like you saw your friend like that was in a relationship like trying to like hit up on this girl right or mm-hmm. that was outside like uh, a lot of my guys might see it as like yo like i'm not gonna be the one to like like tell him like bro like no. you know like kind of yeah. hold him accountable to that um but for sure your your environment can definitely play a huge role in that for sure and i mean just to answer like the first question i think uh mm, there can be so many factors because i mean a lot of it has to do um like i guess in the relationship 
Um, I just don't like personally, like I, I don't like when like there's an excuse out there. Like people talk about like it's the the reason a guy cheats is different for the reason a girl cheats. Like I don't know if you hear people say that. Yeah. And you think there's different reasons? There, 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 there might be, but um, it's just it doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, like it it's shouldn't. Still cheating. Exactly. Like it, it's it's more so like it's still cheating. <laughs> okay, um, for sure. And a lot, I hear a lot of people say that. Um, I've heard this too. Um, especially men, they'll say you've only never cheated because you never had an opportunity to, or you've never, yeah disgusting yeah like you 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 haven't been put in that situation um and honestly it's just like to me it's it's really about um just discipline at the Mm -hmm. end for a guy and if you love someone enough and like if you got into a relationship with someone like you literally have an obligation to them and you should feel the need to like and that doesn't say there's not going to be temptation, but that's the whole point of that. You know, that's Amen. right. Like, it's just, <laughs> that's literally the point of, of you being in a relationship. Like the temptation so, is real. Yeah. And, and to say that we, we don't all experience it. I mean, we do and people make mistakes. They do. Um, but at the same time, you have to hold yourself to accountable like to the highest standard. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think? Good job. No, I, like, you, no you answered that. You no, answered like, that good. Why, why do you? Why do? You, why do you feel like? Do you feel like women? No, I, I literally was about to say like I feel like it's temptation, mm-hmm. and temptation has a lot to do with having alcohol in your system as well. That can that can play a role. Like it's a big factor. It's yep. like you're free. Like you're yeah. like in the. Your your fuck it meters like just like at a hundred yeah it's like and a, ten yeah yeah for sure no yeah <laughs> but I agree I feel like girls I feel like girls cheat um in a kind of different way just mm-hmm. because girls usually cheat when the man which isn't right either but when the man isn't giving her what she's supposed to be Mm. receiving, you know, or like he's not treating her how she's supposed to be treated. Physically, mentally, everything. Like everything. So she seeks validation from another man Mm. and tries to put his characteristics and another person's characteristics and be like, okay, damn, like Mm. I'm getting satisfied from both. Like, you know, like, um, just cause they have such different type of like, this one can be like, gift giving and like opening doors and stuff but this one can like reassure you like mm-hmm. in a way but you want all those love language put together that you're just like damn i like both you yeah. know like and it's just like it's toxic it is but it's like that i feel like that is mainly girls mentalities is like you strive to receive something from another man mm. that you're not receiving in yours yeah and for a, a man what do you think it is a man honestly i just think they think with their dick yeah <laughs> a lot of the times yeah like it, it's like it's a little too much but it's like just f- for satisfaction for one night you know it's yeah. like and it's nothing that comes out of it but it's like he got yeah. satisfied and now you fucked up yeah you know and like for the most part i think it's like i think there are there i think there can be situations where i know like guys like they may not feel like they're being heard out 
by a girl you see and that's and why they're, i think they're... men's mental health matters so much yeah. like but it also has to do with you guys not communicating too yeah for sure because a lot of men will just be like oh it's not manly of me to express my feelings you know mm-hmm. and, but it's because you're not with the right girl Mm-hmm. if you can't express your feelings yeah. and you're not with the right person if you can't be vulnerable to a person yeah especially who you're in a relationship with like this is just not gonna work out yeah if you can't be your full self if you can't cry in front of your partner i don't know like yeah without getting judged like without feeling like you're gonna get judged or it be used against you like Oh, I know a lot of guys who are terrified of crying, of crying in, front in front of, of their partner. Yeah. yeah. Have you had guys cry in front of you? Yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah. it's like, thank you, like, yeah. for showing your emotional side. Like, yeah. I'd rather a man cry than a man act so nonchalant, mm-hmm. like, and act like he doesn't care, you know, like, but then suffer at home mm-hmm. and just like hide it at home. And mm-hmm. a lot of guys, okay, yes, you guys hide your emotions good. I'm like, but. It's like, just just show your feminine side. It's okay to show, like, a feminine side on a guy, you know? Like, not fully feminine, but it's just, like, emotions they think are feminine. Like, mm-hmm. and it's, like, not holding up to your masculine side to where you have to be strong all the time. Yeah. Like, you could be soft. Men could be soft. And I feel like it's it's the self-doubt that men have that they're gonna get judged by their homies you know like hearing it from another girl like oh well you're broke cried in front of me and then it's all the guys like it's all the guys like oh dog like you cried in front of her like damn and then Mm -hmm. it's like you you guys just feel a sense of like uncomfortableness because you guys are gonna get judged yeah but you guys wouldn't get judged if it was with the right person yeah i agree i agree with that um yeah for sure damn i was gonna say something too bro um we were talking about all right crying um being someone it just slipped my mind bro i was gonna say something too um the what was the original question oh cheating right um just okay wait (laughs) yep it's not coming yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's all right yeah it's all good maybe it'll come again yeah um what's what's your biggest ick like in a girl can you define ick i kind of know what it means but like like just, just like, like a like like a sense of like oh like why are you like that like hmm. what is it that gives you like that type of like oh yeah no um when i like when i it's i think it's really easy it's just more so like just um when someone's not kind or like just just not um yeah it's more so when i when like if i talk to someone and i feel like they're just very like just kind of for no reason they're just kind of like um it doesn't have to rude or like just like yeah um just unapproachable you know okay 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 um and it's hard because i know for a woman like um i'm sure like they they probably get approached a lot especially if it's a guy um but it's just it can be yeah it's like sometimes you you just don't have to be like that you know yeah um yeah i would say and it's not even an an ick but yeah i think it's just someone who uh 
like just really hold um i guess it's more so what i look for you know i just think people who hold themselves to like the highest standard and i th- i don't mean that in like a pretentious way but just like just wanting better for themselves you know it gives you an ick no like i oh, i want I that like... so 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 the opposite of that oh, is okay. like i guess not <laughs> i was like what, what? yeah <laughs> the the opposite of that i guess would be like not um yeah just not really wanting the like just best for yourself yeah and that's kind of like i can get cut kind of deep but it really is like just um just because i i i expect that for myself Self, yeah know? um what about you i don't know an ick from a guy there's a lot honestly mm-hmm. that gave i think me- there might be a little bit like i'm gonna say this it it, it may not be like the <laughs> um it's just more so like and i'm gonna it's more about alcohol uh-huh. it can be very unattractive sometimes when a girl like doesn't know how to act and i know it's like it's alcohol it's it has an influence on them but at the same time like there's certain things i see where it's like bro like you you were attractive and like <laughs> i was liking you and then you just did something where it's just like nah uh, yeah i can't true, uh, true is that true. valid that's valid okay yeah i don't know um <laughs> i think an ick would be when what about when a guy like talks a lot like he's very like he kind of what do you mean by talks a lot though um just very because like we talk a lot but it's like good combo yeah i mean like uh just talks about of themselves like it's just oh my god no (laughs) like okay confidence is great like i go you you know when you're fine you're fine you know you're good looking but like it's that overly like i got this like bragging Mm. bragging i feel like would just be like i don't care you know like i i really don't care about your materialistic things Mm. that like you're trying to flex and i feel like a lot of guys try doing that to like because a lot of girls do think like Mm. oh damn he has money you know Mm. like or things like that and it's like it's not gonna work with me yeah. Like I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In yeah. the most respectful way, it's like yeah, it's it, that's not gonna yeah. get my attention. Yeah, it kind of it's it's hard because that's what is being like just kind of talked to about, or like that's what's kind of being um, what's the word like spread like nowadays to men is like you gotta like a girl's really gonna like you for like your money exactly what what like the resources you have and in a way they're. It's more so about like uh, there's some a little bit of truth to that I feel like but as a man you should be able to like provide, provide yeah but not like you don't have to be like yeah flaunting like that flaunting yeah. it yeah. like if you're gonna lose money quicker by flaunting it because yeah. I feel like most people that flaunt what kind of cars they have things like that it's just like. You don't really got it like that then, mm. you know, because you're being so like, yeah, most of the showy th- yeah. over what sure. your highest amount of value items mm. are. Yeah. You know, and it's like, OK, true. Like, I don't know. Mo- it, most of the people that I know got it like that are like the most low key, key yeah. type of people. For sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Mm-hmm. But that's an ick. But it's not it's not like too much because I don't even text those people back mm. um another one i think it would be probably 
there's a lot of different icks, but in different like ways. Because if I were to say like when I meet people when I'm out, like I don't like a man that thinks he could be touchy. You know, like the moment you like try touching or like mm. moving like me, like, oh, excuse me. And like trying to like mm. that will literally trigger me like the the yeah like it <laughs> triggers me it's like you don't have to touch me like that you know yeah. and then they're like oh like you're beautiful and it's like ew like get out of my face you know like that yeah. is and a lot of guys do that like mm -hmm. a lot of guys and that's a big like i will slap you <laughs> like if you touch me like that yeah and that's one of them yeah i don't know there's a there's a lot of just different little things i guess yeah for sure but I feel like just being too touchy and then being too overly, like, cocky mm -hmm. about yourself. Yeah. Everyone yeah. needs to be humble. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> what yeah. about, um, what's like a, what's a, an ideal first date for you? What would you like? Hmm. I'm honestly not big on dates. Like, I do mm -hmm. like dates, but I feel like anything can be a date mm -hmm. like i've so it doesn't have to be like anything like, like yeah. you don't have to tell me like i would like the like get ready i'm gonna pick you up at eight like things like that but i don't care for like the highest end dinner mm -hmm. you know or anything yeah. like that like we could literally go to peter piper and i'll be good <laughs> like you know peter piper's fine snacks yeah. as long as i get that cinnamon toast Dude. <laughs> cinnamon <laughs> Yo, is it just me? Like, is do you do you like the ice cream from there? Uh, or it's like, all right, all right. It's just it's because it's been tasting like too watery. Mm, oh, so you've been recently. <laughs> like, yeah, it's been a while since I like went. Like last week. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like too watery. Mm -hmm. No, I feel that. Damn, what happened? I don't know, that but sucks. the pizza still smacks. No, for sure. That cinnamon still smacks. Mm -hmm. The wings are solid. They're pretty good. The wings have always been all right. All right. Yeah. Wings stop be smacking. Smacking. I will go there on my first date. <laughs> Bro, like it's not yeah. I, I, I don't really like I don't need to go to Roots Chris. I don't yeah. need to go to West Texas. I don't need to go no. I could go Yeah. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is I mean solid solid in my opinion. Solid you know? <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah. I mean in yours, like what's your ideal date well like if i were gonna like take a girl like honestly it's just like my vibe is just like coffee like just coffee, coffee. I, I love coffee shops coffee you know? shops yeah um that should but that's just like that's my uh that's my world you know that's my thing so i like that's what i like um outdoors stuff is pretty cool but it's some cold people, yeah it's cold right now it's a little a little tough a little windy too um low-key i've always wanted to go to like barnes and noble I feel mm -hmm. like that'd be like a nice little date. Yeah, but yeah, other than that, like I, I, I think I keep it pretty. Because they're just quiet. You don't have to talk. Yeah, I'm exactly. Just... <laughs> you don't even have to talk to them. You You're know? like just be just, quiet and enjoy. Just enjoy this peace, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's so funny. No, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm pretty simple in that way. Like, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you have to. Like, I think for men, if like if I were to give like yeah, I mean. I don't even know if I should be giving advice on this, but it's like you, you for, just clean your car, make sure your shit's like clean, bro. Like just like, 
I don't know. Just like present yourself that like you actually take care of yourself and Facts. have fun. And yeah. that's a ick, honestly, mm. a dirty man. Mm. Like you go to their place <laughs> and they're, it's all over the place. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. yeah. <laughs> Skedaddle. Yeah, no, I feel you. Um, but yeah. We love an organized man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I usually ask this question to everybody. Mm-hmm. What's someone you? What's something you'd say to someone right now who's just going through just a really tough time? What's advice you would give them? Tough times don't last. Tough people do. Mm, damn. Yep. Stay strong. Mm-hmm. Stay strong, and you're gonna get through it. Like whatever battle it is that you're fighting. And whatever mental blockage that you're going through or whatever situation that you feel like you can get through, you could. You can and you will. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you just know that there's some. you're not alone. You are not alone. There's someone out there fighting the same battle as you are or someone out there that has overcame the same battle that you're fighting so know that there is hope and your hope will be found with the promises of the path that god has for you boom (laughs) Boom. yeah well um that's episode 25 nice of the most vulnerable player um with logan maxwell yep yeah um what you got going on um just as far as like what what can uh, people expect from you in like just the next months as far as like your clothing or just like what you got going on on social media and stuff a lot yeah a lot um i'm pushing content on my fitness account which is max out athletics i'm having a clothing brand drop next month on my birthday stay tuned for that um, which is on my Cash Ken's page. We're organizing. Me and my brother are currently organizing all that. I'll be having my birthday event, all that stuff coming up. March is my brother's birthday. So we have, of course, another drop. Mm-hmm. April, another drop. It's just going to constantly. 2024, I'm saying it is so personal mm-hmm. and it is so <laughs> our year. Like, uh, it. We are just in our grind mode this year and we are just pushing everything that we need to. If we fail at something, we are not letting it stop us. We are just going to keep on going, striving, growing. Um, and I can't wait to push con- uh, content on YouTube as well. I am going to start doing YouTube again, TikTok again. So slowly but surely, just picking up back on the social media aspect of everything and not letting shit affect me, not letting anything affect me before I would go through anxiety on social media and things like that. But now it's like, it's grind time, baby. Mm -hmm. It is grind time. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited for you too. I'm glad you're starting this and Mm -hmm. I'm glad you're doing everything that you're doing. Yeah. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you being on too. I'm like, I'm still waiting for the daily vlog. Oh, that's that's coming. <laughs> I'm that's like, coming. come on, where's the edit at? Yeah, I'm uh <laughs> I'm I'm editing that like tomorrow. Okay. And it's gonna be put out this week. So Alright, yep. Stay tuned for his video. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, that's episode twenty five. You're gonna be you can find this on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Um, I'm sure there's other ones that we should get on, but those are the three right now. Um, But yeah, until next time, y'all. Peace. Peace.